It was a Dodger-filled weekend with Dodger Fest, Mookie Betts bowling event, and Chris Taylor's Polar Plunge. We'll get into all of that. We'll get into what was said at FanFest, Nick Frosto's injury, Mookie Betts' comment, and Shohei Otani realizing that he's a Dodger. We're going to get into all that, so let's get Locked on Dodgers. You are Locked on Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, 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 Dodger fans, welcome to Locked on Dodgers. We are part of the Locked on Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked on, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more with new customers getting $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. This is a daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans perspective on our boys in blue. You can find us wherever you find podcasts and on YouTube simply by searching for Locked on Dodgers. And if you want to become an everydayer, all you have to do is listen or watch every day which can be made easier by subscribing and getting notified anytime our episodes are ready for you to go. If this is your first time listening or watching, welcome. I'm Vince Amperio, joined by my co-host, Jeff Snyder. Jeff and I are both lifelong Nodder fans that have spent time covering the team, currently covering the team, and uh, doing this podcast here every Monday through Friday for almost five years now. So we're here to bring you the smart fans perspective on our boys in blue every weekday morning. And we're here to do that again. Jeff, we, we saw the Dodgers a little bit throughout the week for their Dodgers Love Community uh, Tour. But then we got a whole lot of Dodger content over this weekend with Dodger Fest, Mookie Betts Bowling Event, and Chris Taylor's Plower Plunge. And it just got me that much more excited. I'm sure you as well got me that much more excited for this season to get going. Yeah, you know, I, I think I can still say I'm not quite an insider. I'm not sure if you can, mister. I'm going to go to all the Dodgers events. So, uh Perks of the day job for you that uh, you know we're not lo- we're not insiders because of locked on Dodgers, but you know you I think you're getting closer and closer to insider status. You were you were at everything this weekend, right? Yeah, I was uh, luckily enough able to be at Fan F- or Dodger Fest, able to be at Mookie's event, able to be at Chris Taylor's event. Got to talk to a lot of the players, uh, whether it was individual or part of a scrum. And I put this out on Twitter, and it was just one of those things where like this team. I don't know if it's also because I have renewed energy as like a Dodger fan or, or and as a someone covering the Dodgers or if in just in general. I felt like this year where there was, you know, everybody was in a good mood. Not that they weren't in the past, but like good mood, good answers, and like not a lot of short answers uh, from a lot of guys. And like a, I talked to some guys at Dodger Fest and at Mookie's event that night. And then the next morning, like in the span of 15 hours, some of these guys I talked to three different times and, you know, they were – a willing to oblige me every time so i appreciate you know all the events that went on and it was you know kind of fun to be there and yeah i think it's a good sign for the season coming up that uh at least you know for us i'm getting you know me having some face time with these guys and hopefully that me leads to some uh, you know fruitful things for the podcast as well yeah it's uh you have to figure like i mean i know Shohei Otani has the same profession as these guys but he's kind of a, a superstar to them too. Like I, I think they're probably a little starstruck too. And you know, there's got to be that level of excitement, you know, as excited as we are as fans. You know, we talked to Evan Phillips about it on the show, how excited they are to be teammates with Otani and Yamamoto and, you know, and just what the team has done and, you know, every, everything about it between the star power and just 
hey, we took a 100-win team and made it a lot better, uh, there's there's going to be excitement around the team. And I think you probably got to see that, that like guys were just, hey, Dodger, this is our chance to be around the fans and to be back at Dodger Stadium. And, you know, they were probably as excited as the fans were. Yeah, a lot of questions about that. A lot of questions about, you know, being the villains of baseball, a lot of different uh, narratives from over the weekend. But they all took it in stride. They all had good answers. I know some of them had to answer more questions about Otani specifically than themselves. Uh, but all in all, a good time, a lot of smiles. It seemed like a good bonding time for the Dodgers as well. You know, not the whole team was there, but a very good amount of the team was there. And most of them went to all three events, which is, you know, after having Dodger Fest where you're, you know, that's a long day for some of them. Then Mookie's event at night. And then Taylor, you got to go jump in. The, you know, it was only 58 degrees, not terrible, but you got to go jump in some cold water to, to start your morning. Uh, it was a long weekend, but, you know, uh, we did get some news out of it, which we'll touch on right now. But yeah, it was uh, it was good. Southern California beaches are cold even during the summer. So oh yeah, yeah. Well, that February, water, it's a uh, fifty eight degrees is plenty cold when it's water. So yeah, that water is probably fifty eight degrees year round. It just depends <laughs> if it's how how hot it is outside. But uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, I think it was smart of them to do all the three of these things in the same weekend because you know if you got you know Max Muncy saying I'm going to fly to L.A. from Texas, you know, do it in one shot, and it's it's almost easier to just do all three than to I'm going to go to Dodger Fest and then I'm going to fly home instead of supporting Mookie and CT3. You know, it just makes sense to just do all of them. Yeah, and usually the time between Dodger Fest and when they leave for spring training is more spread out. They're leaving this week. So, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of the guys are are staying here now and, you know, it was a good weekend for them. But the, the big news we got from the team specifically – over the weekend at Dodger Fest was Nick Frosso. He is out for the 2024 season. He got surgery that we hadn't heard of until Saturday and uh, not necessarily a huge loss for, well, we don't know, but potentially not a huge loss for the Dodgers in 2024, but definitely takes uh, one, you know, a trade chip out and a potential bullpen piece or rotation piece if there are injuries. Uh, it does open up another 40-man spot when it gets to there. But, uh, yeah, Jeff, what did you think about Frasso? Yeah, it's a bummer for him for sure. And, you know, we had talked about how he was kind of a, a dark horse to get some time in the bullpen. Uh, I think they have enough other guys who kind of fit that same profile. That, Like you said, not necessarily a huge loss for the Dodgers in 2024. But, for I mean, Frost is going to miss his entire age 25 season. Uh, with shoulder surgery, shoulder surgery is a scary thing anyway for a pitcher. Um, it's not quite to the point that uh, like Tommy John surgery is at where you can just guarantee, almost guarantee a full recovery. Uh, and so, you know, I'm sure it's scary for him, hard for him. Uh, the Dodgers did add him to their 40-man roster even after they knew about the injury, which in a lot of ways makes sense because uh, it, it's even easier to take an injured guy uh, in the rule five draft, knowing that as long as I got room for him on my 40 man roster until spring training starts, then I can just put him on the injured list. The six, he'll spend the whole season on the injured list and we don't actually have to play a guy who's not ready for the big leagues. So, so it makes sense that they had to protect him still. Hopefully he'll bounce back. I do think this kind of increases even more. We've talked about him as a guy who's likely to end up a reliever anyway. I think this probably makes that even more likely. Yeah, he seemed in good spirits. Obviously, it's been a while since he got surgery. Um, but 
a, a tough break for a young player more so than specifically for the Dodgers. And uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, guys have come back from shoulders before. Well, I'm sure, you know, Frosso will work his way back. And, uh, you know, it sucks that he has to lose a season. But for the Dodgers, they they trek on. And, I don't you know, I don't think this does anything in terms of upping their – need for like a reliever you know Devin we talked about Devin Williams last week I don't think this changes anything in that regard but it could potentially if they think you know what here's a one potential arm we might not have and uh you know let's go get a potential arm to add to it so yeah and uh you know speaking of arms that they might add they did add one arm this weekend uh we've or I guess we found out about this weekend I don't know if he, they just signed him this weekend anyway Denelson Lamette former Padre and apparently former Rocky and Red Sox too. I have vague memories of him pitching for the Rockies after the Padres, but I don't uh, remember Red Sox. Yeah. I mean, it was just a, uh, Oh, two innings last year, one game, two innings. So uh, he was a, he looked like a future star in 2020 after the Dodgers swept the, the Padres in the NLDS, you know, Padre fans go to excuse as well. Denelson Lamette and, uh, and whoever that other dude, the dude with the hair who can't stand still when he's, uh, going into the stress position, I can't remember. Clevenger. Mike Clevenger. Well, they were hurt. Otherwise, we would have won. And uh, you know, sure thing. Um, but uh, Lamette did look like a budding superstar, but he got hurt at the end of that season, and he's never really been the same. He he had a two oh nine ERA that year in twenty twenty, the shortened season. Uh, he made twelve starts, so basically pitched the entire season. Was just hurt for the postseason. Finished fourth in the Cy Young voting. Since then, he has a ERA of. 681 in 107 innings over the last three seasons. Uh, so he's definitely a project. He still has decent strikeout numbers, uh, terrible walk numbers since the injury. And so maybe the Dodgers see something. If he's still striking out a decent number of guys, maybe he still does have decent stuff and they're more, cons- you know, they're thinking that it is, and to be fair, strikeouts rate isn't as high as it was when he was at his peak, but. Dodgers might see something that they could fix. Chances are we're not going to say his name again this year, but he is a guy who they signed and invited to spring training. So, you know, maybe in late September, we're going to get uh, Nabil Chrisma and a Nelson Lamette against the Padres in that late September series. Just, just for fun. I'm trying so hard to be excited <laughs> about Nabil Chrisma, but man, just, you know, they are both minor league deals. So again, we might, they might be the anchors of the OKC uh, team. So, yeah. There is more stuff that came from Dodger Fest. Mookie Betts made a comment that I believe is getting some weird reactions online. And then Shohei Otani reflects on him being a Dodger. So let's keep it locked on Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel. And it is Super Bowl week. And a happy Super Bowl week to all who celebrate this is from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And, you know, Super Bowl Sunday is about food and family and friends and commercials and halftime shows and all that. But it's also about making some bets. And, uh, you know, there's prop bets on the Super Bowl. There's bets the who will win, how many points will be scored, who will score a touchdown. There's so much to get into. And with FanDuel, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. All you got to do is place a $5 bet if that bet wins. You get an extra 200 bucks to play around with and make more bets, which you can do to create parlays for the game. Same game parlays. You can create parlays outside of the game. You can create 
different types of bets. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of prop bets. What color Gatorade is usually a, a popular one. Heads or tails over under on the national anthem over under on other things going on. So go check it all out. It's on the FanDuel app. And remember, new customers get 200 bucks in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We want to thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen of the day. Make sure to find us wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Make sure to become an everydayer by listening or watching every day. And remember, you can go beyond the podcast and become a Locked On Dodgers insider at joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Dodgers. If you were in that group over the weekend, I would imagine you enjoyed some exclusive looks at what went on over the weekend. And, uh, you know, that'll continue on as the year goes on. You also get reactions, thoughts, uh, you know, answer your questions, whatever you got for us. You can do that at joinsubtext.com slash Dodgers. And let's get into some comments from Mookie Betts. He didn't make it uh, on the big stage in front of Dodger fans. He didn't make it in front of the media, but he made it uh, when he was at the Sportsnet desk at Dodger Fest. And he talked about how... The Dod, you know, he got a lot of questions about the Dodgers being villains and everything else. And you know, he had already said on another podcast or radio show recently about how, you know, what do you want the Dodgers to do? What do you expect them to do? And you know, he talked about it with the media. The Dodgers made him that promise when they signed him to the big deal about going after and, and remaining competitive and everything else. And he said the Dodgers did that. And then uh, on the Sports LA broadcast, he mentioned about how. Every game, the, the quote that was taken out of it was every game is going to be the other team's World Series. And for me, a lot, I didn't, you know, I haven't been on social media other than posting a lot of the weekend. But what I did see from the reaction to that quote had me surprised because I don't think he said anything that's, uh, you know, not out of the ordinary. Yeah, it's not controversial. It's clearly true. It was true. Even, like, if you've ever chanted beat LA and you're not a San Francisco Giants or Boston Celtics fan, um, you are already proving Mookie Betts right. And that was before the Dodgers went out and signed the best free agents and traded for the best guys and everything this offseason. The fact is, I mean, you, you look at what the Padres did last year, putting Clayton Kershaw's picture up on their Jumbotron after they won a single game and uh, how that turned out for the Padres. Like, that was their World Series. And, uh, like, I mean, this has been true for years of the Dodgers, and it's just going to be more true now. And it's not even like Mookie was saying uh, we're the best and they should be treating it like their World Series. It's just an observation. They're they're going to, and it's logical. The Dodgers did sign Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto and Teoscar Hernandez and trade for Tyler Goss now. And, you know, they they did these things. They put a target on their backs. And if anything, that's what Mookie was acknowledging, that the target on our backs is even bigger now. And not in a cocky, we're so good way. It was a, we got to be ready for that because every team is going to play us their hardest. Every single series is going to be the other team's World Series. So we have to come out and be ready every single series. It, it I, I don't know. I, I can't even figure out what was supposed to be controversial about it. Yeah, I I was trying to find the other side. And I guess the quote just out of like if you're on Twitter and you just see the quote, you don't watch the video. And I don't even know if the video that's been online has in, in like the greater conversation of it all. But even if I just saw the quote, like, oh, every game against us will be the other team's World Series. 
if you are a fan of the Dodgers, you've been around the Dodgers, if you're on the Dodgers, I'm sure you saw all offseason about Dodgers ruining baseball, Dodgers are ruining baseball, Dodgers are a super team, what's the point of playing the season, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, that is the narrative out there that the Dodgers are the team to beat, the Dodgers are the villain, the Dodgers are whatever, you know, whatever the case. So I think maybe because for me, the the what's weird about it, or not weird about it, but what's different is that Baseball is such a long season. You play every team two times, two series. Like it's it's in football, you can say you know when the Patriots were had their dynasty, or now when the Chiefs have theirs, and and you know someone beats them in the regular season, and if they celebrate, you know a little bit excessively, yeah, that was a big game for them. That's a big game to win. Um, you know, for the Dodgers, it's a little bit different because the season is so long, and you know not every game has such heightened expectations and and stuff like that. But other than that, yeah, like I don't know if play like. For players specifically, I don't know. You know, there may be extra incentive, like, oh, I want to beat the Dodgers or, oh, the big bad Dodgers. Even then, in the regular season, it's not going to matter. If you beat them in October, obviously that's different. But for fans, like, fans are going to get, you know, people on, on online are going to get mad at this quote and this and this comment and this thought from Mookie. But then when their team beats the Dodgers, they're going to you say, oh, my God, we beat the Dodgers. They're so, you know, I thought they were so good, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, and we've seen criticism of Dodger fans from other fans over the last few years. Like, oh, Dodger fans don't have the passions that, that we have. You look at, you know, our stadium is is loud and Dodger stadium is just quiet and boring. That's because when the Dodgers come to your stadium, you get to play your World Series. And when you come to our stadium, it's one of 27 series that we'll be playing that year. Like, the the reason that your fans are more excited is because our team showed up there. And our fans get to see our team... 81 games a year. And so, yeah, you know what? There is going to be more excitement. Obviously, there's also way more Dodger fans than you'd like to admit to in your stadium. But the fact that your fans are more fired up when the Dodgers come to town, that's that's what Mookie's talking about. And like, like you said, Vince, you can't have it both ways. You Everything these fans do acknowledges and supports that what Mookie said is true, but they also want to be mad about him like, it's like, well, yeah, of course it's true, but you shouldn't say it out loud. You know yeah. what? One of the, yeah, it's the other age-old question we've seen of uh, baseball players have no personality, and then a baseball player says something, and then it's like, oh, why would you say that? The other part of it, too, that been funny to me is a lot of, like, outlets kind of ran with it is like, oh, or, or you know, whatever, social media and stuff was like, oh, Mookie's giving, uh, Mookie's giving other teams bullets and board <laughs> material and, like, what team is going to get fired up because Mookie Betts said, oh, this is your World Series? Like, Padre fans, I mean, Padre players, if they got, ex- like, you guys are the ones that made that series more than what it was in the past. You guys are the what made an April series last year more than what it was. You know, it wasn't the Dodgers. It was the Padres kind of bringing that mojo. It was the D-backs, you know, kind of bringing that mojo in, in the past, in past years. You know, the Giants, it's always kind of there, but other teams are bringing that mojo it's it's never the dodgers that are kind of bringing that so yeah and and when you think about actual billboard material in the history of sports you know david cohen in 1988 pedro martin pedro martinez's daddy comments about the yankees when did those happen in the postseason so if you're talking about bulletin board material for the next 162 games you're still proving his point the other thing I don't understand is why Dodger fans are upset about it. like, like it's like, I, I guess it's just afraid of, you know, with Dave Roberts guaranteeing the world series title a couple of years ago, all that stuff. I hope people know 
that the things that people say don't actually change what happens on the baseball field. Um, and, and, you know, it's even worse when they get mad at fans for saying, don't say that you're going to jinx us. Okay. That doesn't exist. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mookie acknowledging the obviously true fact here uh, doesn't change anything. doesn't put any more pressure on the Dodgers. The pressure comes from the truthfulness of what he said, that every team is going to be coming for him hard. And I'm personally glad that he and the other leaders of the team recognize we got to show up every single day because teams want to take us down. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, if you have thoughts on this and have a valid argument of why Mookie bets comments wrong, I'd love to hear that just because like I said, I, I can't understand it at the moment, but I, I could become maybe not convinced fully, but I could I'd uh, love to hear the other side for sure. Yeah, I'd be, be open-minded. All right. Shohei Otani was at Dodger fest. It was quite a show. Uh, no, no pun intended. And he also had some comments about, you know, realizing he is a Dodger now. So we'll get into that. So let's keep it locked on Dodgers. We want to thank you for being an everydayer. If you are an everydayer, if you're not, all you have to do is start listening or watching every day. We're getting into season mode. So there's no reason for you not to spend 30 minutes with us every Monday through Friday. And if you're already on YouTube, you can go to Locked On Sports Today or Locked On Sports Los Angeles. They are 24-7 streaming channels going on about the news and stories from around the sports world and the L.A. sports world from Locked On hosts, Locked On experts, and others. So make sure to subscribe and tap into those. They're running 24-7. And uh, you'll probably see us on, for sure, Locked On Sports LA, maybe Locked On Sports Today sometime. So. Um, all right, Jeff. Uh, Shohei Otani was at Dodger Fest, which was for me, uh, not a, not maybe not a surprise, but a little bit of a surprise. Usually, Dodger Fest, they get a couple of the big players, and uh, you know, Otani, from what we've seen with Otani, he's a little bit more of a private guy. So, this is a big event for Dodger fans and everyone else. And you know, the Dodgers got him out there, he was followed by an entourage of people the entire day, just kind of making sure everything stayed right. He uh, put some pictures on, on Twitter if you want to check them out. He had one of the one of the biggest scrums I've seen. Well, the biggest scrum I've ever seen at Dodger Fan Fest, and uh, I've seen bigger scrums before, but only from Shohei Otani at other events like World Baseball Classic and uh, All Star Game. So he he definitely commands a crowd, commands attention. It was uh you know just he walk he it's a different thing. Mookie Betts, one of the most popular players in baseball in the world. Freddie Freeman as well, and nowhere near the the love that Otani got. But he did kind of reflect a little bit on what it meant to be a Dodger or when he realized he was a Dodger and when he was talking to the media and Jeff, I believe he has a quote. Yeah. This tweet is from Dodger insider. He says Shohei Otani was asked at Dodger fest. When did it hit him that he was a Los Angeles Dodger seeing the fans in the stands for the first time? He said, actually right now. And uh, yeah, I mean, Shohei has been a part of big things, including big things at Dodger stadium, you know, the all-star game in whatever year that was 2022. Um, you know, but he was the all-star game is always going to be a big deal and he wasn't a Dodger, but to, to show up and see 30,000 fans in the stadium on February 3rd, when the entire state is about to, you know, be overrun with, with flooding from rain. Like, I mean, it was a crazy time in Southern California this weekend. Uh, only going to get crazier. All of you please stay safe out there. Um, but it's February 3rd. And there's 30,000 people there and they had to turn people away. They had to stop selling tickets. Like 
you you sell out fan fest it's it's ridiculous and and so yeah i think that was for him like he knows he's Shohei Otani. he knows he's a superstar and he knows the dodger fans are going to be crazy excited but to see it in person the first time be wearing a dodger jersey and seeing dodger fans freaking out yeah i mean it it, it it'll hit you yeah, uh, the amount of Otani jerseys I saw was – I wasn't in the general fan vicinity very much, but the time I was, I saw a lot of Otani jerseys. I saw pictures from the team store, a lot of Otani gear. And like I said, Mookie, huge star. Kershaw, huge star. Freeman, you know, huge star. The Dodgers have had huge stars in the past. I've never seen anything like this, and it ha- the season hasn't even started. So it's definitely, you know, different air, different type of beast when it comes to, you know, who he is and what he represents. And, you know, bringing a little bit of a different dynamic to Dodger Stadium, you know, not just in the Japanese community, but even in general baseball community. Like, if you're not a Dodger fan, but you live in L.A. or L.A. area or anywhere close to L.A., and you're a young kid, you know, every young kid knows who Otani is. And, you know, a lot of those young kids are the Otani of their little league team where, you know, they play, you know, they hit very well. They're the best hitter on the team and best pitcher on the team. And, you know, they can relate to that. I think it's just going to bring a lot of different personalities and, and people to Dodger stadium this year. And, you know, for him to kind of sit back and realize it and, and, you know, be a part of the weekend with Dodger fans, it was really cool to see. And, and just, you know, the love from Dodge fans, obviously he's going to feel that love the entire season, uh, you know, assuming he does well. But he's, uh, it was just, you know, a good way to start off like, hey, you know what? It's February. The season doesn't even start for another uh, seven, eight weeks in terms of playing at Dodger Stadium. And, uh, yeah, there's 35,000 people here, 30,000 people here that paid to be here. So pretty cool. Yeah, you mentioned all the other superstars on the Dodgers. I like this quote from Fabian Ardaya. Uh, or the quote is from Mookie, Mookie Betts, reported by Fabian Ardaya. Uh, Mookie said, nobody's going to get the welcome that Shohei Otani is about to get, so there's no sense in me trying to explain to him what he's about to get. I think I'm going to be giving him an ovation just like everybody else is. And, you know, that's that's what's going on here. It's, you know, the fans are crazy excited for Shohei Otani. The Dodger players are crazy excited. And, you know, you remember in, in December when the Dodgers signed Otani, and we said – just Otani isn't a complete offseason. And that's, for me, the big thing is that they then added on, you know, Yamamoto and Glasnow and, and uh, Teoscar and uh, Paxton and, you know, everything else. Like, they they went all in. And it's impossible not to be excited as a Dodger fan after what they did. Because they they weren't a bad team last year. And uh, they they just went out and just went all in. And I love it. Yeah, and again, we're going to see a lot of this. I can imagine spring training this year is going to be a lot. It's already one of the more popular packed places in Arizona among all the teams. Obviously, them being close to there helps out, but I can imagine it's going to be even more so this year. We've seen already ticket prices. We, we, We touched on it before, like, okay, you know, concessions might go up, and I think I saw some tweets about concessions being a little bit higher than last year, but that's kind of normal. But ticket prices, uh, you know, the Dodgers have went to that dynamic ticket pricing a few years ago in terms of bigger games cost more. And, and we saw it with the Otani when they uh, released tickets to the well, not general public, but there was a couple of pre-shows before that. And Otani bobbleheaded days were the most expensive days by far. Like it, it was very, very much so. And, uh, you know, I'm assuming that they are sold out or close to sold out. 
and yeah, it's just going to be an interesting, you know, to see everything play out at Dodger Stadium. But exciting as fans, like as much as you know, potentially you could go to fewer games in years past, just you know, depending on finances and everything else, and you know, it might be a little more crowded when you go to games or whatever the case is. Um, it's hard to get too upset about that when you realize the product the Dodgers are going to have on the field. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, there was also some actual Shohei Otani news this weekend. Um, he's obviously he's a hitter and a pitcher. He won't be pitching this year, but they're still pitching news because he is recovering from, you know, Dave Roberts referred to it as Tommy John surgery at Dodger Fest. Uh, it has famously not been referred to as Tommy John surgery by Shohei Otani. Um, but whatever surgery it was, he's recovering from that. And uh, the, this also from Fabian Ardaya says, Brandon Gomes said Otani will be somewhat limited to start spring training. He's still expected to be ready for opening day. Uh, how the Dodgers approaches throwing rehab in season remains to, to be determined. And then Fabian followed up. Shohei Otani said he will start a throwing progression during spring training. He's right on schedule with his hitting progression, according to his interpreter, Ipe. So, uh Otani is expected to be, and somewhere else I saw Otani actually said he expects to be the Dodgers DH in the two games in Korea. So he expects to be ready by then. What his spring looks like, we we don't really know at this point, but he expects to be the DH in Korea, and uh, he expects to start throwing the ball during spring training, which would presumably, I mean, that gives him a full year of recovery uh, to be ready by next spring training to be a pitcher. Uh, it's hard to see them trying to rush anything. You know, even with Dave Roberts saying there's a chance that if Otani's throwing progressions in the right place, he could play some outfield later in the season. Uh, it's hard to see that unless there's a lot of injuries, uh, and even then, maybe not. Um, but you know, knowing that Otani is on track to pitch in 2025 and to hit for 160 62 games in 2024, that's good news. Yeah, great news, and you know, for Otani too, just. Well, the thing that went viral over the weekend was uh, his scar on his elbow, which was pretty, pretty nasty. Not nasty, but it's different. Uh, it's pretty deep. Uh, I know that uh, our, our buddies over at Dodger Blue had a photo, and some other people had photos of it. So uh, if you want to go check that out, it, it was a pretty big scar. But yeah, for Otani, what matters for the Dodgers this year is that he can hit. He expects to be ready to hit by Korea, which is, you know, great. And that, uh, you know, he takes the full year. So he doesn't have to worry about throwing at all this year. I don't, you know. It would be a, maybe a worst or best case scenario on the Dodger side if Otani is playing some outfield by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, I, I just don't see it. I think, especially since they signed Teoscar Hernandez, you know, like there's really no need now. Yeah. All right, Jeff, you had anything else uh, before we head out? No. Nope. Uh, yeah. Congratulations on a good weekend for you, uh, professionally and personally. And uh, like I said before, everybody down there, stay safe. I'm up in Utah. I am not affected we're getting rain here but nothing like you guys are getting and are expected to get and so uh please be smart please uh evacuate if you're told to evacuate and uh you know we got dodger baseball coming up soon and we want all of our fans and dodger fans to to be around for the season so be smart and be safe yeah hopefully uh it's been raining we got through taylor's event and then it started raining shortly after that so that was cool there's going to be a lot of interviews from over the weekend coming through on our on our YouTube uh, this next day or so. I got nothing else to do, I guess. I got to stay home. So uh, I'll start editing all these all up and get them up there for you. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen. We'll talk 
a little bit more about what some guy said once we go through all these interviews throughout the week. We'll uh, put those interviews up. We'll talk about anything else that comes up with the Dodgers. And uh, they're heading out this week to Arizona, so that's exciting. So make sure to get excited with us by listening or watching every day, becoming an everydayer. You can find us where you found podcasts and on YouTube. All you got to do is search for Locked On Dodgers. You can go beyond the podcast and become a Locked On Dodgers insider at joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Dodgers. You can text directly with us and get uh, things from different events and Dodger games throughout the season. You can also uh, go to Locked On Sports Today or Locked On Sports Los Angeles on YouTube, 24-7 streaming channels from the Locked On Podcast Network with all the news and updates from around the sports world and the LA sports world. We are on social media, Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at locked on Dodgers. Jeff is on Twitter. That's night dog. I'm at Vince since 91 you can DM either of us on those accounts. If you want to get a hold of us, you can also get a hold of us via email locked on Dodgers at gmail.com or via voicemail text at 323-863-5625. We're here every weekday morning and we hope to be here with us when you get in your car. If you're at home, tell your smart device, play podcast locked on Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow.